0: Welcome back everyone to another episode of the Yes Man. What is up you guys? I'm finally back. Hoping you guys enjoyed my last episode as much as I did with all the laughs with my BFF Lucero. I, I fucking love her. I've had my most wild moments with her and there's literally no one else that can make me laugh like she does she's my therapy every time i'm around her and i know many of you enjoyed her personality just as much as i do so that will not be the last time i record with her we got some entertainment planned for you guys in the future so stay tuned for that what have i been up to i'll i'll give you guys a little life update i haven't been that clear or open, but if you couldn't tell from my last episode, I'm I'm dating or now open to dating. I don't know what word to use because the way I see dating is, I could be seeing multiple people, but I know some people see dating as in you have a boyfriend or girlfriend. And I definitely don't have a boyfriend, but I do feel like I'm ready or open to that. Maybe not like ready, ready, but like ready to start the beginning stages, you know, to potentially get there. I haven't been in a relationship since 2021 and I learned so much from that relationship. It was the most I've ever loved someone who wasn't related to me. It was my most passionate relationship. It was also my most toxic And not to say that I was toxic because it never started with me. And I don't say that to try to make myself look good or whatever. But I'm really just not that person um, to act crazy or really jealous, go through your phone. It's not in me because I know if I get to that point, that person is not for me. And I really wanted him to be for me. To be clear, I'm not totally innocent. Of course, there were times I engaged back with words. You can only poke the bear so many times before you get a reaction. I almost wish I was toxic so I could have found things out sooner. I wouldn't have been quote-unquote stuck with him for so long. I wouldn't have invested the five years of my life to him. It's crazy how in love I was with someone who did the bare minimum. But I mean people who know me know I'm a rather intelligent gal, (laughs) not to do my own horn. But I I feel like I'm pretty smart. I'm well rounded. I know how to read people. But I was severely manipulated and emotionally abused by someone who was insecure, by someone who I knew prior to dating them by someone who had ego, by someone who carried so much guilt and so much anxiety because of that guilt. And I was his punching bag. He took that out on me. And it's crazy to think back now, I really thought I was going to marry him. Thank God I didn't. But thank God he happened. I would not be who I am today without him. Although what he put me through was terrible, it made me better. Both of my past relationships made me better. And I know they will always have regret, (laughs) which they should, because I'm the whole damn package. I feel like the way being into really long-term relationships has molded me is that I'm very much a routine person. I like to do things with my partner. I wouldn't say I'm needy, but I, I... don't get close to a lot of people so my partner being the person I'm most close to or intimate with yeah of course I want to spend time with you of course I'd like to end my day with you acts of service and quality time are my top two love languages so family gatherings and traditions mean a lot to me they also meant a lot to my mom I think my mom passed on those two love languages to me. The holidays are everything to my family and I. Last year was the last Thanksgiving I would get to spend with my family as a whole. The center of my universe is now gone. And it's as if I have no one. The person who started these traditions is no longer here with us. And it's driving me absolutely fucking mad. I get surges of energy one day. The next, I'm in bed all day. One day, I'm chipper as ever. The next, I don't want to hear or talk to anyone. One day, I'm helpful. The next I'm annoyed about everything. One day I'm motivated to work and the next I could care less of what happens to my business. I feel one extreme to another and it's exhausting. I'm trying so hard to honor her and to keep going to make her proud. But she also deserves the amount of sadness and grief we are feeling. Because that's how much love she poured into us. This grief will last us a lifetime. And nothing will ever make it better. No time will make it better. No time will heal me. I will never be healed. This is a wound I will have for life. And it will hurt just as much every time I think of the day I lost her. I'm so mad I don't have her. I'm so mad she won't see me have children. I'm so mad she won't see me get married. I'm so mad she was suddenly taken. I deserved more time. She deserved more time. My dad, my siblings, my nieces and nephews, my future children deserve time. Thinking about continuing traditions and creating The Christmas magic she did without her literally makes me want to wish the world would crack open and suck me in. But it also makes me want to give that to my future family. We grew up poor, but we had no idea we were poor because my mom made us rich with love. I remember every time around the holidays, she would put on her holiday music. She always loved listening to Dolly Parton. One of her favorite songs she'd always listen to while cooking was Code of Many Colors by Dolly. And I'd always catch her in the kitchen crying, and I'd tease her, and I'd ask her, why would she put on music just to make herself cry? The song is about a daughter and her mother made her a coat sewn out of old rags. But she was teased at school for it and didn't understand because she was so proud of her coat. Her mother sewed that coat with love in every stitch. And so she told those kids a story and how her coat was worth more than all their clothes. My mom's grandma who passed in 2004, was my mom's caregiver. And she made my mom a coat of many colors. My mom missed her granny just how I miss her now. So when I'm in her kitchen, I'll put on her music to remember her and cry just as she once did. I lost my mom on December 18th of last year, right before Christmas. And to be honest, I don't really remember much after that. I remember the day she died. I remember the day of her viewing. I remember Christmas day. And I remember New Year's Eve. I don't remember anything in between. New Year's Eve, we decided to honor my mom with everyone, including my aunts, uncles, and cousins, extended family. I think I had worked that day, so I showed up to a full house at my sister's. I almost didn't go. The slideshow I had put together was on replay outside so people could watch since we were unable to at the viewing due to technical difficulties. I walked through the house to my sister's backyard where everyone was at, and I sat down to watch right in front, not acknowledging anyone. There were so many people and so many bodies, none of them my mom, and I panicked. I had so much anxiety. I, I I couldn't bear to be there with everyone, everyone together. But the most important person is missing. The person that family get-togethers meant everything to. The person who held on to dear life to my dad's family because that was her family. That was her only family. Family that I didn't feel appreciated her the way they should have i wanted everyone to get the fuck out i had to leave so while others ring in the new year with drinks hugs and kisses i laid in bed sobbing for my mom to visit me to visit me in my dreams and she did I dreamt of my mom constantly during that time, months after as well. The dreams seemed to come to a halt right around summertime. And I I didn't know why. Maybe because my spirituality wasn't really there anymore. I didn't feel like I had much to believe in anymore. I moved back into my parents' house almost two months ago. And since I moved back, I started dreaming of her again. But the dreams are different now. Before I knew my mom passed, I could hear my mom. I could touch my mom. I could really feel her, her skin. It was the same. And I can't touch or really hear her anymore i don't know she's passed anymore in my dreams and i only know how i feel i just know i miss her i hug her but i can't feel her like i used to i think that's the thing that's driving me insane it's been so long since i've heard or touched her And I can't fathom not ever being able to do that again. Thanksgiving was my mom's favorite holiday. Partly because of her grandma. She'd always mention how her granny would make this coconut cream pie. I hate coconut and I never really liked pie. No one else really did too. (laughs) But she'd make it because of her, for her. My mom showed love through food, as do I. Every Thanksgiving, we'd do the old, traditional way and go around the table and say what we were thankful for. She'd always end it and follow it with a prayer. It's hard. It's hard to be thankful. I just want my mom... You know, I was one of those people that was, like, so anti-children at one point, right? Like, I'm too focused on my goals. I have so much going on for myself. Like, I don't, like, I don't even think I want kids, Um, but I feel like, I'm not, I don't even know how to explain it, really, because it's even weird for me to say it out loud, but it's, like, weirdly... And it might sound so selfish, but it's like, I low key kind of do like, I, I, I think I'm more wanting like, it's even, see how it's difficult for me to talk about. Like, it's like, I like now want that family. I do want to have a significant other. I do want to be married. I do potentially want children I think mainly to save me it's like I was jealous of not jealous but like you know jealous of my sisters because they had children to keep them afloat and I have nobody I don't have children to keep me afloat. And I know that love with, for a child, for your child, is so different. And you're forced. You're forced to be here. It's only me. I have to force myself. I know many say that, well, you have your, your baby's your spa, like your business. It's not the same, y'all. <laughs> Y- y'all know damn well having a business and a child are different. That it's a whole it's a whole different ball game. It's a whole different love. Obviously I'm passionate about what I'm do- what I do and what I've built. But ultimately like that it's not what matters is people. That's what matters being a good person, being a good influence, making a positive change. That is what I mean, what I would want to be known for and something that I would want to instill in other people and in my little people eventually. So I just hope one day I can have that. And I do hope As like many have said to me before is that my mom will meet my children before I do. I really hope that's true and that's I hope like one day you know how you see videos of like little kids saying like weird shit of like catching on to things that people have passed or have seen things or like makes you believe in like spirits and like reincarnation and things like that. It's like I really hope that happens for me because I think that will give my life a whole new meaning and I hope I can create that Christmas magic just like my mom did thank you guys so much for listening I'm sorry this was a sad episode but the holidays will never be the same for me ever again So, I just hope you enjoy it with your family, appreciate your loved ones, and I hope those memories last you a lifetime. Talk to you in my next episode.